back in the saddle again, motherfuckers. It's your boy, Harry Slime, with Life and Time with Harry Slime. You know how we're fucking doing. I mean, I'm Jay Chillin'. I'm just enjoying the news that came over the wire today. Well, I guess it was technically yesterday. Over the weekend, more, I guess, would be more appropriate. But Mar-a-Lago got raided by the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> like, which, like, you know, Trump did have some actual thing that he came out with. He actually, uh, you know, through his social media, whatever his fucking thing, like, I, I, I know he's got some of his own social media platform and he released a press statement, which is following. OK, here's the statement. So this is a pretty good one. Uh, you got to love a man who just even when his back's against the wall, he's still got time to spit some some just some truth (laughs) fucking stupid all right but this is a statement by donald j trump 45th president of the united states of america these are dark times for our nation as my beautiful home mar-a-lago in palm beach florida is currently under siege raided and occupied by a large group of fbi agents nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the united states before After working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate. It is prosecutorial misconduct, the weaponization of the justice system, and an attack by radical left Democrats who desperately don't want me to run for president in 2024, especially based on recent polls. Okay, I hate to be the one who fucking, like, you know what? Fuck, he's not really that wrong here. Like, like if we're really honest with ourselves, nobody's, like, like a, a, the only way that, the, like, nobody can really beat him in the fucking election when they come back. Like, 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 like when they, like, uh, he'll destroy Marco Rubio. Anybody in the Republican field, he's going to destroy. Ted Cruz, he will destroy. Marco Rubio, he will destroy. Ron DeSantis, like, I mean, all Trump has to do is just be like, I don't even know who that is. Like, and he's done. Like, Trump could eat all of those guys alive. So the idea that like he anybody in the Republican Party could stop him, let alone the fucking Democrats. I mean, what fucking Brandon's gonna fucking beat him in a race? The guy that like, literally, there was a video that was released recently where Chuck Schumer gave a speech. And he actually, he shakes Chuck Schumer's hand, and then Chuck Schumer moves down the line, and then he, like, forgets that he, like, shook his hand. So when Chuck Schumer comes back, he, like, sticks it out again, and, like, he, like, is, like, kind of looking at him, like, hey, why didn't you shake my hand? So, yeah, that guy's not fucking beating Trump. Like, every, like, I he's got a point here. I, like, it's not something I really want to come to terms with, but it is a fucking point, you know, of, hey, the the rata, like the Democrats have fucking no one. What what like Biden dies and Kamala's gonna beat Trump in a race? That's a fucking joke. Okay. All right. So let's continue with uh, his statement. Uh, Desperately don't want me to run for president in 2024, especially based on recent polls, and who will like likewise do anything to stop Republicans and conservatives in the upcoming midterm election. Again, not too far. From the truth there, you know, such an assault could only take place in broken third world countries. Sadly, America has now become one of those countries corrupt at a level not seen before. Again, 
not fucking wrong about that. Th- this is what sucks about him. Is it like if he actually had cool political beliefs and wasn't a genuine piece of shit, like I can get on board with some of the fucking shit he's saying. Yeah, you're goddamn right. Like. America has become a broken third world country, corrupt at a level not seen before. It's fucking sad. Anyways, they even broke into my safe, <laughs> which what like I, I you know, I know that there was probably like documents, maybe money or something like that. But like I'd like to imagine like maybe maybe he had like a, a pirate style safe where there was like jewels and shit in there just like. <laughs> the pearls that like uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg used to wear. She used to wear pearls. I'm almost positive. Oh, I gotta look it up. I'm looking it up right now. Pearls RBG. Yeah, she's always got pearls on. Yeah, I was dead on with that, you motherfuckers. That's what I'm talking about, dude. That's what I'm talking about. So, anyways bitch fucking running around with pearls she 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 on the motherfucking supreme court but she got a pearl necklace you know what i'm saying boy yeah 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 um anyways um back to the quote they even broke into my safe what is the difference between this and watergate where operatives broke into the democrat national committee here in reverse democrats broke into the home of the 45th president of the united states damn he just went there. He just fucking went there. He's not taking any shit. And he's just like, whatever. You know what? I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want now. And I'm not obviously not pro-Trump, but it is kind of funny that, like, he's just laying it all out there. He doesn't, like, this man doesn't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> now, I have to be honest. One of the most interesting things that I've uh, noticed about this situation, because I've started to read up on, you know, this whole raid thing, is according to uh, everybody that's spoken with official government uh, people, you know, lack of a better way to put it, uh, there's no actual, like, they they went to get, uh, you know, documents from, uh, apparently what they took were presidential memos from the safe. I was looking that up online, so that kind of answers that question of like what at least they were trying to get or they did get I should say but if you look deeper into it um while there is a general investigation going on for Trump they're really like it's not they they didn't go there with like a specific crime uh in a place or like they had like okay we're going to eventually charge you with this it wasn't like so it's kind of funny he made the comparison to Nixon but like Nixon like they subpoenaed the uh, the uh, tapes in his office because they were, you know, they thought they were, and they were, related to the Watergate scandal. Whereas, like, I'm assuming they think that these presidential memos are going to be related to, oh, good God, probably, you know, the, the January 6th stuff. At least I, I fucking hope so. I hope that they're not trying to, like, get him for the Russian... Like, uh, you know, fixed election or whatever the fuck they were trying to sell the last couple of years. I mean, it's it's just silly. It's all really silly. And I, I mean, I feel bad. I feel bad ultimately for middle Americans who like 
they kind of, I think they kind of knew that this dude was a piece of shit. This is my take on it. I think they kind of knew that this dude was a piece of shit. But I think they kind of realized that all politicians are pieces of shit. And they kind of were like, well, let's make a deal with this one. Let's work with this one. He seems to, you know, push the things that we want pushed and as seems to be into the ideas that we you know, have as well, so he'll be our guy, he'll be our racehorse, and let's put our money on this one. And I think now, uh, like, while you do have people that still support him, I think a lot of those people are kind of starting to back off and are just kind of like, yeah, no, this got, uh, this was a bit much. This was this was kind of fucking crazy. And I think um, my enthusiasm, you know, for wanting the country to be a better place or to return to, you know, whatever glory I think it had kind of got used by this, like, essentially a fucking snake in the grass. It, you know, it's amazing. I didn't know they produced, you know, grassland snakes in the middle of New York City, but I guess that must be something that they make there. It, it's also important to note here, um, I, looking at another section the last little section I'll look at for this uh, uh, Trump email thing. Well, his statement towards, uh, it has to do with emails, but a statement to uh, the American people post the FBI raid. And there's a fun little section in here where he says, Hillary Clinton was allowed to delete and acid wash 33,000 emails after they were subpoenaed by Congress. I mean, I get that it's like, you know, supposed to be some kind. Is acid wash like a technological term? I, I think that's like a, a term that you used in the 80s to like do for jeans. So they'd look like that, like very specific way that like 80s rock bands wanted, you know, the hair metal acid wash jean look, you know, I, I don't. Does he actually think that you like I. I know he's joking, but I there is like a part of me that is just kind of like, man, that's a weird that's a, that's not a phrase like, uh, you know, like I don't hear people being like, man, had to delete and acid wash my file. Like what that what do you like? This is one of the things that I really love about Trump is his ability to just kind of uh, make shit up as it goes. You know, the fun thing I've been playing around with in my head though is you know obviously the FBI picked up those documents from the safe and you know he he made a big deal about the safe so he, one what else was in the safe you know that could potentially make him feel uncomfortable like you know and then two like I, I'm just trying to imagine like what exactly they found at this place like do you, do you think like the FBI like went into like a certain section and like they like they went through his trash and it's just like mounds of like McDonald's and Taco Bell wrappers and shit like that? Like, do you think he still keeps that diet going? Like, do you think that White House picture was like just a flex so he could be like, yeah, I'm like regular Americans? Or do you think he actually eats like that? Because like I I could see him doing it. I could see him being like. You know, I I don't do drugs, I don't drink alcohol, but uh, I I love McDonald's. It's it's great, like <laughs> and just you know chowing down on a Big Mac every fucking day. What a what a fun guy, you know. He, he's all about the McFlurry and you know bad foreign policy. <laughs> it's pretty fucking sick. 
So yeah, like that's that's kind of the thing that's been playing around in my head. You know what what kind of you know you could be kind of absurdist. Like maybe maybe there's like uh, maybe like a romance novel that features like him and Roger Stone like fucking on like a beach. Maybe there's some. I know that sounds just like lib fantasy, but I would appreciate that if like the FBI was like, well. We didn't really find anything that could put him in jail, but like, you, you know, he's a Peter Puffer, right? <laughs> like, he's actually gay as fuck, dude. <laughs> like, he's really fucking gay. Donald Trump is really, really gay. Yo, imagine if like Donald Trump was gay and he only fucks like just the biggest black guys on the planet. He's just like a squirrely little bottom for like. NBA player size black guys. <laughs> Just like <laughs> a guy that looks like Ben Wallace. <laughs> Just Trump getting railed out by a dude that looks like Shaq. <laughs> that fucking rules, dude. I am a big fan of this. I honestly, I think gay pride Trump would actually be pretty awesome. You know, if, if he was just gay, he was at the fucking rallies, he's wearing like a little Speedo and like he's still got the hair, but it's dyed multicolor. So it fits in with everybody. And I mean, he's just, oh man, he's just grinding on like rubbing his dick on all these fucking twinks. And then he just like, he sees like some big black bull, like like a shack like characters motherfucker looks like, oh, just huge cock the size of a fucking arm. And literally just ends up just getting railed out at the New York Pride. (laughs) See, that is the future that uh, maybe America wants, but I think it desperately needs. All right, well, we've uh, we've moved on. Well, we got to move on. I mean, we've talked about Trump for almost twelve over twelve minutes at this point. You know, there's other news in the world. I mean, there's so many different things going on. Like, I, I I know. Everybody's so interested in the fact that Kanye West is a mean guy, and he is. He's a piece of shit. Everything that we've read about him in the last, you know, six months to a year is just dickhead, utter piece of shit mode, whatever fucking thing that you really want to put on it. But it, it it's it's something it kind of I guess reached its head today. Everybody would took a whole, you know started flipping their shit because apparently he posted. Um, it's like a Photoshop picture of the cover of the New York Times, and on the front cover, the headline that he, you know, photoshopped into it was Skeet Davidson dead at 28, implying that uh, Skeet, a.k.a. Pete Davidson, will have some kind of uh, early demise and will end up uh, dead prematurely, okay? And, you know, we can go ahead and assume from the way that Kanye is acting that it's uh, it's definitely going to be, you know, uh, it's not going to be an accident. You know what I'm saying? Like the way Kanye suggests is, you know, he might pay somebody to murder this guy, which I don't know. You know, I, I, I maybe the Kardashians have that type of hookup or maybe Kanye does through his connections. I, I It doesn't seem like it. It seems a bit silly, to be honest. But, I mean, the thing is, is everybody has jumped on this fucking train of like, oh my God, Kanye's such a fucking asshole. What a fucking piece of shit. Like, who the fuck treats people like that? I mean, I just don't even understand how people could fucking, like, how he could do this. How he could 
just act like this. Well, I got an idea. Maybe it's because for, I don't know, practically two fucking decades, we've all been entertained by this shit. And so he thinks, in his fucking wacko mind, that it's okay. And that it's alright to treat people around him on a regular basis like shit. I mean, look, I don't know what the, 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 the prelude to the whole Chance the Rapper getting yelled at at Kanye's, like, studio thing. But, like... I also know that, like, if another man talked to me like that, like, we're going to go outside. Like, I'm, I'm not going to, like, respond well to that. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, screaming at me like I'm a fucking child? Dog, I'm about to smack the shit out of you. You're, like, 5'7". You're, like, my size. It ain't even that big of a deal. It ain't even that big of a fight. So, you know, we've allowed this. We, we allowed it when... You know, as hilarious as it was when he, you know, just popped off of the mouth. George Bush doesn't care about black people and fucking Mike Myers had a coronary on MTV. It's not that I disagree with him, but like, you know, he certainly didn't need to say that in that moment. It didn't help anything. It didn't make anybody's experience better. It was just him bitching for the sake of bitching. So fine, I get it. I I don't think George Bush loves black people either, but I don't think we need it to be said. I think it's just kind of a fucking given, you know. And then, you know, we we sat fucking by, and I mean, I know he had to do his, like, you know, he, he was kind of out of the spotlight for a little bit, but, I mean, he literally, he walked on stage for the Taylor Swift thing and, like, stole that woman's award and was like, you know, uh, Beyonce had the best music video of all time, which, like... I mean, she may have, she may not have, but the fact of the matter is, is that if 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 you would have just let Taylor Swift win her MTV Music Award, we probably wouldn't have Taylor Swift right now. We wouldn't have to deal with those shitty folk albums that she does with Aaron Desner from, uh, oh, you know that fucking band. Fuck that band. The National. Um, I know I'm supposed to like them because they're from Cincinnati, but they can go fuck themselves. I like you wouldn't have to deal with that shit anymore. Like you wouldn't have to hear that stuff. She would have been a flash in the pan like every other fucking MTV Music Award winning artist like most of them. I mean, really, do you, is the MTV Music Awards the highest level of critical uh, you know, uh elitism in in the United States or, or the world even? You know, I don't know. Like it's obviously not. So just let her win the fucking award. Just, like, Beyonce's place is secure. She's not going anywhere. Let this fucking dorky white woman win the fucking award, and in three years she'll be fucking obscure and, like, not relevant and literally won't be a problem for fucking anybody. But we allowed him to come back, mostly because My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was a pretty good fucking album. It had some great songs on there. Uh, if there's one thing that gets everybody back on board with you, it's put out a good fucking record. Like, uh, you know, it's 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 just been the case. I, athletes do it too. Like, they're in trouble for some shit, and they'll, you know, start playing the best games of their, like, lives. And it's just like, oh, yeah, you are fighting for your life. You are uh, just trying, just trying to save your career of Save your your life, save your ass from going to prison by, you know, draining as many three-pointers or scoring as many touchdowns as you possibly can. And I don't blame you. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do in those situations. But back to Kanye, we've been entertained by these actions for 20 years. We've let him do this. We've let him treat 
multiple people like shit. We've let him just be generally rude and, and like, you know, just a complete pain in the ass. All in, uh, you know, he's a creative genius and the guy just puts out incredible fucking work and he just... Which, like, I mean, does he, like, I'll be honest, this is my critical review, but I thought the Donda album and, like, uh, that type of shit was kind of fucking mid. Um, I, the, the Jesus one was okay. It had, like, a track or two that was all right. Um, Life of Pablo was okay. It had, it's, like, I think it starts to get better as, like, the furthest you go back, but, like, I, I'm not somebody who thinks that like every record of his is just pure fucking golden. I like his early stuff. Um, usually, I think Yeezus is probably when I'm like, okay, like this is where I'm starting to get a little iffy. But we've allowed him with whatever you want to rank his fucking discography. We've allowed him to just do whatever the fuck he wants and treat people like shit. So... Maybe we need to have a conversation with ourselves about, you know, what it is that we're entertained by. Why do we like dickheads so much? Why, like, and it kind of goes to Trump, too, because Kanye and Trump are, are just, like, two, like, they're different heads on King Ghidorah, dog. Like, it's all the same beast, though. It's just ego, arrogant, narcissism, just nonsense. So... You know, I mean, all the left and the liberals and all that shit, you know, you want to get rid of Trump, but you also want to have somebody that isn't Trump but has personality quirks that are similar to him still exist in the, the mainstream conversation. So what do you want, really? Do you want Trump to be gone, or do you just want that specific guy because he didn't, like, do the things that you wanted? Like, do you want him in jail because that'll make you feel good? I don't know. I, I personally don't give a shit. Like, it's done, it's over with. Like, I, I feel like he got his scam in, and, like, the best thing that we could do is just ignore it. And that's fine, and just stop, like, responding to it. Kind of like the way that you deal with a bully. You just stop responding to them, and hopefully they don't pummel you in the face, you know? And I we have just, we have given so much slack to just the biggest fucking dickheads on the planet. And it's 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 unreal. So, you know, you can get up in arms about fucking Kanye, but, like, at the end of the day, like, we all kind of created him. He is a part of us just as much as we are a part of him. And, I mean... Maybe, maybe, maybe he is a reflection of like what we would do in that moment. If we had a Skeet Davidson in our life, maybe that's just how we handle it, you know? And I guess that's more of a, a man thing than a woman thing, but I'm, I don't know. Maybe women get crazy too, so who the fuck knows? All right. So I wanted to close out this pod. I think we're a little over 20 minutes or so, but just with like actually kind of a fun thing here. Sorry. I just bumped the uh, table with my knees. So you, you can hear all that fun stuff. Premium audio quality. But, um, if you're in the mood for some good comedy, uh, some good stand up, you know, is what I'm technically referencing here. Um, go on YouTube and you can check out a guy named John Bowman. Now, this is something that I did on Junkhead. We had, like, the psychedelic horse shit, guys. Which, speaking of, Rich from psychedelic horse shit, 
just put out a new album. He's playing the sitar on it. Go check that out. It's on his, uh, check out like the great Ricini on Instagram. And I'm sure you should have like a link there, get you set up, check that out. So we've always, uh, you know, when we were doing Junkhead and then just doing my creative style in general, we're finding these a uh, little bit off the beaten trail folks. Uh, and John Bowman's one of them. Um, he's, I mean, he's a, he's in the comic world. Like he, he had like, he did, uh, he's been around for a long time. He did uh, the Tonight Show, I think with Johnny Carson. Um, and he's uh, been the opener for Lewis Black, who's a fucking great comedian. That's another one I'll recommend. He's a little bit more mainstream though. If you haven't listened to the Carnegie Hall performance by Lewis Black, that's a fucking good one right there. But, um, we should call this whole section, I arrogantly recommend. Well, I can't. That's a Stuart Lee thing. That's what he says in his mail's letter. Um, we'll have to come up with another name from that. <laughs> but uh, anyways, John Bowman, Instinct, and it's I-N-S-T-I-N-K, like uh, like N and then Stink. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. It's a fucking killer album. I mean, just... Just one of the funniest like comedy records I've ever listened to. I got to see him live. Uh, I think it was him opening for Lewis Black at the Egyptian Room in Indianapolis. It was a good show. It, it was, I mean, it was right, right when like they were kind of at the peak of their powers. At least Lewis Black. Uh, you know, I don't want to say speak on behalf of. Uh, I don't want to speak on behalf of them, but they they were doing well. You know what I mean. But I I highly recommend that. Um, I, I just, uh, it's, he's kind of somebody, like, I, I noticed he didn't have any social media, and I noticed that he didn't really have any kind of promotion at all, like, I, I, like, you'll, when you see, if you go to YouTube, and I'll put a, I'll put a link in the description so you can check it out, but you'll see on YouTube that, like, I mean, like, maybe one of them's got, like, a thousand views, like, he's, it's, it's not well known at all, and I don't think he has, like, a fucking website, um, I think honestly, he just kind of tours with Lewis Black and that's it. At least I hope so. I, I hope he hasn't, you know, passed away. Um, so I'm definitely going to be, maybe we'll see if we can get him on this podcast. I just, I want to find out where the fuck this guy is. Cause like I, I found psychedelic horse shit and that was actually really fucking cool. Um, so it, it was kind of neat to kind of put all that stuff together and, you know, I, 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 so if anybody has any connections in the comedy world, um, anybody, you know, does stand up, maybe knows anything about this guy, I, I would be very grateful for that because I am a big fan and I'd love to, even if it's just to like say, hey, I found out what this guy's doing, it would still be pretty fucking cool. But on that note, I think we're going to call it for the episode. Um, I hope you all enjoyed our Trump Kanye vibes. You know, we're, you know, shit, we're going to build that wall and then we're going to be, uh, you know, stunting on a jumbotron. Yeah, that that's Kanye. I mean, it's literally he's he says it the best about himself in one of his songs off of fucking my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. But he goes, yeah, it's hard to be humble when you stunt on a jumbotron. And it's like, yeah, and we keep rewarding that behavior. So, you know what? How, how culpable are we in this? Like, you know, if we're the parents of Kanye, how culpable are we in this? That's the real fucked up part. But, um, yeah, on that note, check me out on Instagram, Primetime Harry Slime. That's my personal page. Uh, Life and Time with Harry Slime. Um, you can find it on my personal page or you can look it up. It's whatever you want to do. Um, we've also got our Facebook page uh, is up and running. That's that's going 
per the usual. Um, let's see here. Uh, rate and review on uh, uh, Apple Podcast, and I think you could do it on Spotify. I'm pretty sure you can leave like a review, five stars or whatever. Uh, too bad you can't leave 69 stars. That'd be pretty fucking sick. But um, on that note, folks, Harry Slime is out. Uh-huh.